Remolations. We're your hosts. I'm Mindy. And I'm Brooke. Remolations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams, from nightmares to the just plain bizarre. Join us as we give you our comedic interpretation of your fucked up REM cycle. This week, we're reading a dream from Alaska that has to do with clones, rubber toys and monkeys, and weird hospital situations. <laughs> we're also talking about dorm rooms and baby swings. And if you like reality TV, you're going to want to stay tuned for this sleep deprivation reality TV show. We're going to get into all of the details. So stay tuned. Oh boy. All right, bestie. Here we go. It's another week. Are you ready? Let's get started. Woo! Hi. Hey there. <laughs> bestie, Happy what's up? New How are you year. tonight? Oh Happy my gosh. New yes, it is year. the first episode of 2023. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's going to be a good year. I know it. I oh know my gosh. it's going to be a I already good year. feel it in my bones. Bessie, you have to stay tuned because we've got a very important yes. announcement at the end of this mm-hmm. podcast. So stay tuned. You're going to want to hear it because we've got some very exciting news to share about the show. Very exciting news. Woo! I'm getting excited thinking about it. Yeah. I just know we're going to get great dreams this year. I feel like people are going to be dreaming like crazy in 23 and we're going to hear their some journals for the stuff. new year. Do you have a dream for us today, Mindy? Would you like to go first? I've Yes. I've got an incredible dream from Caitlin from Anchorage, Alaska. Ooh, Way up all there right. The most Very northern cold. state of the United States. And she wrote, it's a doozy. It's a good one. And it's, it's a work <gasps> stress dream. So are you ready for oh, this? Oh, well, okay. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> all right. She writes, I just woke up in a cold sweat and had the weirdest dream. So, I was at work in a building that I don't recognize. I'm a nurse, by the way, but I don't know what I was doing working in this place or what it was even for. Oof, I don't like that. We were on the middle floor, and the entrance was on the far right corner of the room. There was a downstairs in the closest right corner and an upstairs in the far left corner. So we're painting the picture. So it's like a square room and she's in the middle. Okay, got it. I'm I'm picturing it in my head. Yep. (laughs) It's a super creepy building. Mm. All wood and poorly lit for the most part. Okay. So we're working, not really doing anything, just sitting and waiting for patients to come in. I don't recognize (laughs) anyone I work with, but... The front desk lady had a very specific look. She had Ooh. purple hair yep. and purple and pink eyeshadow and a choker nice. on. Is she from the 90s? Because <laughs> I it bet could she's be, from the 90s. She, if she's got a choker on, she punk is Punk like, rocker from the 90s. Punk I love it. rock 90s. Did you, did you want any chokers? I know I did. Oh, I had, I had every choker. I had probably there was, a jewelry box full of them. <laughs> I like my favorite one was like my velvet. You had my, a velvet. I had a, I had a velvet lace one. one. I loved. I think you had a velvet one. <laughs> I remember my eighth grade graduation. I had okay. a ivory lace choker that had a little pearl in the middle. I was gonna say, I didn't mean, you have one with a pearl? Gorgeous. And I it must pearl, have seen yeah. pictures of it, but yeah. And it matched my green lace dress. It was. <sighs> 
stunning. Perfection. Stunning. Yeah. I think stunning. I wore a green lace dress for eighth grade graduation. We're going to have to find those photos oh, and post them. Yeah. yeah. Who wore it best? <laughs> the universe didn't even know we were friends yet. We didn't They're even know, know what the next year was going to encompass They're with like, us meeting and becoming best months, friends. In a few months, you will be best friends with someone wearing the Who same knew? dress as you tonight. Who knew? <laughs> All right. So front desk lady, purple hair, yes. purple pink weird. eyeshadow, choker. Weird vibe though, right? Or did she say weird vibe? Or just unique look? A very specific look. Okay. Very specific look. Got it. Okay. A patient comes in that looks like a carbon copy of the front desk lady. Like, literally, <laughs> the exact same. <laughs> I was confused okay. because this patient is asking me questions, and I'm looking at her like she's dumb. <laughs> but they stand next to each other, and I point out their features are exactly the same. They look at me like I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, have you never seen a twin before? <laughs> exactly identical twins one's the front desk one's a patient they're sisters you got a problem with that and i i mean i love that they also plan their day by wearing the same hair makeup and outfits i'm just laughing thinking about them planning their day together and then she's a patient and the other one's a nurse or no the front desk lady yes okay let me tell you a story so in the church i grew up in the catholic church holy ghost dubuque iowa Holla, Holla. I guess, if you want to. Um, <laughs> there were these church ladies that were identical twins, I think. They were sisters for sure, but they okay. wore the same outfit every single day. Day? Not just like every Sunday mass? No, 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 no. Oh. They dressed the same. We called them, we had a name, Heckle and Chuckle, I think we might have called them. <laughs> Behind their backs. Obviously, they didn't know we called Oh, them. my God. I bet there were bodies under their house. Creepy. Creepy. Ooh, did they like, live together, mannerisms? too? Yes. They were both oh. what would they, they would call all the time spinsters. Oh, there's Old definitely maids. bodies they under They never that. married. Mm-mm. They oh. dressed the exact same haircut, same clothes, sounds, same accessories. This sounds like a horror movie. It really does. It is a wow. horror movie. But no, it was just my, my wow. childhood church creepy that's what this is giving me vibes of i wonder if they're probably still not alive are they no i think they were like 70 when you were a child (laughs) yeah that was like spinster age right yeah yeah i i don't think they're no longer with us and let me cross myself real quick before i get text tonight by these yeah we have so many questions for these sisters but Unfortunately, I think they they were like Meryl and Cheryl. Actually, their names did rhyme. So they probably were twins. You know, sometimes people do twin names like that. But yeah. 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 Okay. Well, moving along from (laughs) Caitlin's twins, she goes, anyways, some time goes by and there's nothing really happening. We were short staffed, I suppose. But then creepy things started happening. The lights started to go out and there were inanimate objects and things like dolls and stuff climbing down the stairs to our floor and they all seemed to be made of rubber as soon as they came into the room they would go back to being inanimate i tried tearing them apart but because they were rubber i couldn't but the lights would come in and out and more scary stuff was happening Oh, jeez. My coworkers. 
My coworkers were all scared except for one of them that was helping me, so I tried to keep that coworker safe. Then, a Uh-oh. mini live monkey Ooh! with a rubber hand. Wait, what? <laughs> like a prosthetic? <laughs> was supposedly the one to blame for all that was happening. That we goddamn he was monkey. Possessed. <laughs> Like, an, an, like a possessed? toy monkey that was alive oh. that came down with a rubber hand. I thought it was a real monkey. Oh, no. She said, sorry. Rubber- a real live monkey with yes. a rubber hand. Like, you know, like he had an accident at the mill where he works and they gave him like a prosthetic. Maybe he had a little hook at first. And then they like a, gave him a it's prosthetic. It's really hard hand. to peel those bananas with a hook. <laughs> like here. Maybe it makes it easier. Maybe, Maybe that's what kind of doctor's office it is. Maybe it's a <laughs> plastic know. surgery. Maybe it's a vet. Plastic surgery Maybe for, it vet, is. for pets. <laughs> but this was a creepy monkey and it was possessed. So I'm out. Oh, that, that's not a good combination. Are you not a monkey person? Um, I, I'm not. I, I'm fine with monkeys, ambivalent. I think. Ambivalent. Yeah, ambivalent. Yeah. I haven't met one in person. So, I mean, at the never, zoo, ever? glass. But, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> never, like, in, like, I could touch a monkey. I've never touched oh. a monkey, Brooke. <laughs> well, Have you? Yeah, I've touched some monkeys. <laughs> I know that's, that's what's... <laughs> Where have you touched monkeys? I'll send you pictures. I've touched lots of monkeys. <laughs> and travels. <laughs> Just during okay. travels. And, and then what are your feelings on monkey touching? I, I like monkeys. Brett, my brother... I, I might have sh- shared this story once. I don't know. We were on a family cruise and we were in St. Kitts and there was a guy who had three monkeys and I'm like, I got to touch these monkeys. I got to pet these monkeys. And Brett's like, I don't know. I'm like, just come on. We're going to pet these monkeys. They're obviously there. You know, he's Why not? You give them a couple bucks. So you get a picture taken. So I'm petting the monkeys. They're sitting on my shoulder. I'm loving it. So then we <laughs> we get Brett's picture. And you hear the guy, he was so honest, he goes, monkey, no. And you could see in the picture, monkey's got his little monkey hand in my brother's pocket, pulling out whatever was in Brett's top pocket. And it was I thought you were saying he was like pinching his nipple, but still. No, that's... he was like pickpocketing, he was like pickpocketing, but the guy like was honest. And it was like, Did he have a rubber no. hand? That is the question. He did not. He did not. I have still okay. yet, yet to meet a monkey with a prosthetic appendage. That's my goal in my travels moving forward. Well, hey, you never know. You never know. But going back to Caitlin's dream, this monkey was possessed. Ugh, and he used to good. blame for everything that was going on and everything that was happening. Why is he so angry? And how did he get possessed? I don't good know how he lost his hand even. Yeah. A doctor who had been downstairs the entire time finally came upstairs and held the monkey. And I had to give the monkey an IV. Oh, no. The monkey ended up biting me. And then <laughs> it was revealed that the doctor was the mastermind behind it all. The doctor oh. grabbed my hand and he made me stab myself with the needle. What? Just what? The doctor was what? then taken out by security. And then I woke up. Oh, no. Caitlin, <laughs> so many more questions. <laughs> She finishes with, what? I feel this dream is completely gibberish, but 
but oddly so vivid. That's fine. It can be it can be both. It could be I don't want to go to this Dr. Monkey hospital. I don't. I'm um I especially since it's a possessed monkey doctor hospital. And why was the doctor possessing these things? And why why, I don't know know what happened to the monkey's hand. That where'd the monkey go? Was he okay? (laughs) Did he have to go to a um special priest to get unpossessed? Did we yeah, have to have like one of those exorcisms rituals? for monkeys? Are there exorcisms? I don't know if there's monkeys? exorcisms for monkeys. Well, they're primates. I mean, we're primates. I'm sure they can get Mate. possessed too. The power of Christ compels you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it compelled me to analyze the stream. And here, here's what I think is going on. Oh, no. Okay. First of all, it's a stress dream, Caitlin. You're a nurse, and obviously the healthcare industry in the last couple of years has been one of the hardest jobs to work in. So first Absolutely. of all, thank you for what you do. Yes, thank you. And wow, that is just a stress dream. <laughs> to the <beyond> max. <laughs> to the max. Uh, oh, God, this monkey. So let's talk about this dream a little bit. I... So the the twinning idea, like Meryl and Cheryl yeah. here. We have Meryl and Meryl, Cheryl. Meryl, Meryl um, Cheryl. The old biddies. <laughs> the old biddies, the front desk lady. Purple and pinks were prevalent mm-hmm. in what they looked like. Pink, we've talked about before, is a color of love and just sharing and kindness and protection. It's a it's a fun color. Purple mm-hmm. it goes well with pinks. Purple means it's like a majestic color. It can lend itself to self-insight or intuition. Yeah. And so what is Caitlin trying to figure out here? What does she have a high understanding of that is coming across in this dream? And is this really just one person she's dreaming of that she is kind of split into two different facets? Yeah. Because they... They're there for two different reasons. One's working, one's a patient. Right. And they're so similar. It just how she described it feels like there's someone in her real life that. Bing, bing, bing. You're, you're exactly on the tr- <laughs> same train of thought I'm thinking because you think okay. about the healthcare industry in general, right? You have the patients and you have healthcare mm-hmm. system. You have the doctors yep. versus the nurses. You have the drugs versus homeopathic ways of healing. Sure. Like, it's a very polarized kind of professional. Oh, can, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so to have this person show up in two different ways, is there something in her workplace perhaps that she's mm-hmm. struggling with that is w- one side versus the, on, another? It's clearly a tough struggle because they're so identical. It's like she can't figure out mm. which side to take, you know, because it's like too close a call. <laughs> yeah. And the facts she mentioned that were the lights were flickering on and off. So it's disorientating. So what other yeah. things are being thrown at her that's confusing, maybe a decision she has to make. Let's talk about the idea of rubber that all these like toys that filtered down the stairs ah! so no, were made of rubber, wanna... like do- rubber Let's dolls. Skip this part. <laughs> <laughs> like rubber is very unbreakable. Durable. It's, it's flexible yeah. and it's uh, like it's very hard to break rubber. So is that saying she is someone who's a Adaptive and she can adjust and bend herself to a situation one way or the other. Maybe she's having a hard time of deciding what side of the line she's on, whether it's the two personalities or the two Mm -hmm. sides of healthcare. Is it she wants to go this way, but she can understand the the sides of this? 
And then These to toys. throw in the mix, we've got the monkey. The monkey. And why are they toys, too? That's creepy, too. That it's it all is toys. Creepy. Like, like where they did. There's no Except mention for the monkey. Children. The monkey was a real live monkey. The monkey was a real live monkey. But with the fake hand. But like, where did the toys come right. from? There was no mention of this yes. being a children's hospital or anything prior with that. Oh, just creepy toys. This, these aren't yeah, toy creepy toys. toys. Possessed these toys? are creepy toys. No, thank Possessed you. Possessed toys. Mm-mm. Crossed off my the list. The one part she noticed that was not real on the monkey is the rubber hand. Now, if I think specifically of the hand body part, but hands can be like, convey trust or friendship or loving, mm-hmm. but they can also be mean and hurtful and slapping people or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's such an emotive Again, uh, body part. As I'm sitting here talking with my hands. <laughs> very polarized, like you said again. Like, it can be like, ah, yeah, I'm so happy. And oh, I kiss it and I love you. Or it can be How like, many emotions bam. do you do through your hands? So All I think that's mine, a very much. <laughs> important part. So whatever it is that she's feeling, she's having a hard time expressing, perhaps. And then the doctor at the end, the one that came in and... The mastermind of it all. Is she feeling betrayed in some part of her work Mm -hmm. life or personal life that she's just kind of feeling like, hey, I thought we were on the same side. And yeah, because she's surprised. This is a twist. Yes, it was a twist that she didn't expect. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Ooh, Caitlin, that's a good one. Caitlin, good, but no more rubber monkey hands and no more rubber dolls, please. No rubber dolls. No. I don't think I'll sleep no. well after that one. I think I'm going to be thinking about that tonight, too, as well. But thank you for sending your dream. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Caitlin. That was an amazing dream. We know there's so more amazing dreams out there, and you're having them every night. So please, please just submit them to us. We want to hear them. You want to hear us talk about them. All you have to do is go to remolations at gmail.com. Submit your dreams, dream stories, any kind of dream topics you want to talk about it. Can't wait to hear from you. Thanks, bestie. (laughs) It's your turn. It's your turn. It's your turn to go. Did you like it? Woo! I did. I did. And it got me really excited because. I got you. Yeah, okay. (laughs) You got me. I'm ready now. All right. This is from Josh, and he's from Denver. Welcome, Josh. Josh, Mile High City. Okay. I was in college and it was my first cohabitation experience. I knew I had two other roommates, but when I walked into the dorm for the first time, I saw two of everything and my new roommates were both unpacked and settled in already. Oh, don't you hate that? Like you want to be the first one there to pick the good <laughs> side. Pick the You're good Virgo. side. You're like me. I know I need to. I need the good side and I'll know what the good side is when I get there. Yeah. Yes, me. I'm a planner. And kids have it so easy these days. They can like meet their roommates beforehand. No. Back when we went no. to college, it was like a surprise if you'll get along. Good luck. You might get to have one phone call before you move in. Like, hey, do you have a TV? Yeah, that was I it. have a TV. But that's it. Like, do you have a that's fridge? about You do. You have to be the first one there. Big deal. But Big he, deal. Oh, Josh was the last one there. And mm, so he it. stepped back. This this reminds me of there's something about Mary. I didn't remember that movie where yes. uh, Ben Stiller arrives and the dad opens the door and he like leans back. 
to make sure he's at the correct address. That's what I feel like this is. Hashtag. This poor guy. Oh, support Josh. He goes, I stepped back (laughs) to make sure I was at the correct room number and then had to ask if I was maybe even in the wrong building. (laughs) But both roommates jumped out of their beds and welcomed me into the room, confirming that I was in the right place. They started showing me around the entire dorm and then an entire campus tour. I remember thinking, these guys are freshmen too. Why are they showing me around? (laughs) They're experienced freshmen. They're They're second year freshmen. They've been there for two hours. Yeah, they're fifth year seniors. They've been, they are already unpacked. They've been there for a good couple hours before Josh got there. We know where the closest Domino's is and the Jimmy John's and Chipotle. So what else do you need to know? That. And here's where the girls dorm is and we're set. I know, weird, right? Okay. Either way, I was happy to know that I had nice roommates, but I was still more than a little concerned that I had nowhere to sleep or put my things. (laughs) And I don't know why I hadn't mentioned it earlier, but we were walking back to the room and I needed to know what I was supposed to do. This time, when the door opened, it looked like a nightclub. Okay, I can, I can, I can do this. I like this dorm room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is going to be the place to be for sure, right? Uh, That is uh, the perfect dorm room, right? I mean, if you can't, if it comes pre-made, do you have a black light and highlighters and bottles (laughs) and a lava lamp? (laughs) Lava lamps. Yes, (laughs) but there were flashing lights and music. And the furniture was now like super sleek and cool. My roommates were so excited to show me. And myself, I couldn't believe this is where I'm going to be living. (laughs) But there were still only two beds and desks. Finally, I asked, where do I sleep? They just smiled and pointed. (laughs) This part gets me. They just smiled and pointed. Where? Where? Is it the VIP lounge? Maybe. Is it, is it the, behind the, the DJ? It might be. <laughs> <laughs> Could be better than either of those things. The floor opens with the whole shebang. He says, smoke, lights, everything. Oh. When the smoke cleared, sitting on the floor was just one of those little baby bouncy seats. Only... <laughs> It was adult sized. And then yes. I woke up. <laughs> yes, yes. I would totally sleep in one of those. I want to tell you those the things. first thing I wrote, if oh. you can believe me, is yes, please. I literally wrote, yes, yes please. please. This is my dream. Why don't they bed. make those? Why don't you they know, make like the ones adult that bouncy chairs can rock you back and forth oh. or just the regular oh, or just the vibrating yeah. ones that just vibrate yes. you? Oh, my God. I think Josh is the luckiest boy in the world. (laughs) Josh, I don't think you got the short end of that stick at all. He doesn't have a desk. He doesn't have a dresser. But he's got the best bed of the bunch. Who needs to study? I need to relax. Who needs to study when you have a club (laughs) dorm room with a bouncy seat? You you don't have time to study or really sleep. That's why you just have these little rests. You just have time to rest every once in a while. so good. I know. I've always wanted an adult one of those. They sound so lovely. (laughs) Oh, I'm in. I'm in. Mm, I'm all in. 
But yeah, Josh, that was good one. I think this one is kind of a basic stress stream too, right? It's just the going away to college for the first time experience is sure. all about anticipation and confusion in general. And it's right. symbolic of being a freshman. And it was almost reinforced by the fact that he shows up. He's not really sure what's going on. And then these yahoos take him on a wild goose chase around campus, even though they're freshmen, too. So it's kind of like they're friendly. He's happy. Do you remember like that that first week of college? And you're just like, I mean, you're excited, yet you're so worried about fitting in or meeting people that are like your people. That was the hardest part, I, I think, going to college. My hardest part was homesickness, I think. Like, yeah. I got really homesick. Home. But I never shared a room with anybody in my life. It was just a whole weird experience for me. I got along with people in my dorm, fine. That's That was great. But I was so excited. But then, ah, uh, do you remember? Did you have, you, I remember being to your dorm once, I think. Mm-hmm. One time. It was like the You're- size of a closet. It was pretty small. Were your beds Super were tight. your beds lofted? Yes. They, yeah, we had two yes. lofts and like yeah. dressers and stuff underneath. Yeah. Yeah, I was in two different dorm rooms, and one the first one had lofted beds, and my roommate was stealing from me. This was my first oh, experience yes. being away. Yes. Not cool to steal from your roommate, and do not steal from my best friend Brooke. Not cool. Mindy's Rude. coming after you. She's going to find you. I don't even remember her name. I think I She's did come to you. you. I did come at one point to your first I think store. I liked that one better, actually, except for I had some weird roommates for that situation. Bestie, do you have a good dorm story or a good college Please. roommate story? We'd love to hear it. You know what you can do yeah. is you can email us. We'll share it on our catnap episode. We want to know mm-hmm. what was your worst college experience. Yeah, Because everyone's got one. We love all that stuff. It all works yes. for us. But Josh, <sighs> I mean, he's got, yeah, he's got that anxiety of. A lot of anxiety because, right, it's like he's yeah. just trying to get to where he's supposed to be and then he's not sure if that's where he's supposed to be. It's almost like his mind is leading him away from the problem, giving him, like, I know I don't know where I'm supposed to sleep. So we're just going to kind of go around yeah, a go little ways. Well. And, and then when he comes back, there's kind of a solution. Like, now it's fun. It went from like, yeah, that, okay, it's scary, it's fun, we're excited to start college. Now it's, uh, like you said, the party time college. It's mm-hmm. all, he's getting like the whole college experience in the first <laughs> hour of him <laughs> being in one dream of him being on campus. We found the Burger King and we're in a club. <laughs> Fantastic. We're good. We are good. <laughs> but the last thing I kind of wanted to mention was obviously, I feel like, the whole experience of being unsure and being nervous in a way, it is almost like being a baby again. Like you have to learn every. This is a whole yeah, new world. That's true. You're learning everything for the first time. You have to learn new people, new places to go. Everything is new. So it's almost and like you're on your he own. needed that. You're on your yeah. own, but it's like that baby swing. Maybe it's just representing that comfort. You know, he needed, he just needed that little piece of memory of a time where he was just so comfortable and knew he had love and support around him. But I think the idea of the whole club, though, I think is a mix between knowing where everything is, like, where, here's my classes, here's where the classes are, and this is where, like, the campus is, and then having the club experience. Because when you're 18, going to college, like, what do you, 
you know you have to go there for the classes, but you know you're really excited about <laughs> having the independence the of parties. Going. And partying. Yeah. Right? So I think it's yeah. I mean, really, like you said, it's a well-rounded dream that maybe speaks to some anxiety about going off to a new direction, yet excitement about right. going in a new direction and wanting the comfort of what you're used to. Right. And I want that fucking baby bed. I want give it that to me now. Baby bed. <laughs> if someone has a prototype, I'll give you my address. <laughs> that might be like, I mean, I love the idea of like weighted blankets. Have you ever slept with a weighted blanket? I did. And okay, so maybe I got one for Christmas one year, but it was just kind of like a small one. I think I maybe need like a full size weighted blanket yeah. because I need to have it be able to this was one that kind of just laid on top of you as opposed to like you wrapped yourself in. But they're expensive. Yeah. They are not cheap. But I know I've never had one. We got one for one of our sons this year at Christmas, and I and I just like I'm kind of jealous. I'd like to I'd like to try it out. Yeah. Go up Did there and you? Steal it. No, yeah, I'd try like to. it out for because I think it would be very comfortable. I think it'd be like feel secure. Well, it is. <laughs> yeah, we need so we some weighted blankets <laughs> out there, bestie. <laughs> Brooke needs a weighted blanket so she can sleep and have a dream. But no, I mean especially like for me, my love language is touch, and so like I love yeah. feeling like touch on me and so having one of those blankets I think would be really good I mean I'm lucky like I cuddle up next to Mark at night and like I'm like a touchy person so I like I'll like be like right, right next to him and luckily he's the type of guy that's not doesn't annoy him <laughs> yeah you know that you never yeah, know what you're Mark gonna get Mark is my weighted blanket <laughs> he is your weighted blanket but you could still get another weighted blanket I bet you would be in just heaven double heaven double heaven which is better than just single heaven <laughs> <laughs> Amen. And on that note, Bestie, if you want to get to double heaven, we're going to tell you how. What you can do is join our sleepover squad. <laughs> Actually, our sleepover squad is a way that you can support the show. But there are many ways that you can support our show. Go to revelations.com slash support. From there, you can follow us on social. You can submit a dream. Or if you want to get to double heaven, you can join our sleepover squad where the bestest besties hang out. All you weird randos. That's where you go. That's where you hang out. And that's where we have all the good times. You get extra episodes, extra <gasps> Brooke and Mindy pictures. You have contact mm. with us directly. So join the Sleepover Squad yes. or support us any way you can. Again, that's revelations.com slash support. Brooke, are you going to double heaven? I'm going to double heaven for sure. Are you I know going you to double are. heaven? You're there. <laughs> Amen. Yes, sister. <laughs> double heaven. That's above heaven. It's double heaven. That's... It's tough laughing, people. And Mindy just told you how to get there. If you missed it, rewind it because you're going to want to hear the details again because you only, she's only going to say it this one time. One, that's how you dream. get to double heaven. Two, join the sleepover squad. Three, three, straight up to get double away heaven. Get a weighted blanket. Four. <laughs> oh, yeah. You do have to bring your own weighted blanket to double heaven. That's the, yeah, that's the only, definitely they only, you only, you only get weighted blankets. In regular heaven, in but in double heaven. heaven, for some reason, you have to bring your own. But that's okay, because yeah, that's easy. Why. It's weird. Easy. Weird rules. It's weird. It's just like one of the weird rules, but double that's heaven. That's how it works, though. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> you want to get to double heaven? I'll tell you. You were like such a good salesperson. <laughs> I'll tell you how to get to double heaven. Here's what you do. <laughs> and if you have to get a possessed monkey with a rubber hand... Go to double heaven. 
<laughs> Set him right up there. He'll come back. Amen, he'll come back sister. a clean monkey. <laughs> a you know that monkey's monkey. in double heaven now, don't you? Save I hope that monkey's, monkey's in double, double heaven. heaven. I know. <laughs> They're all good monkeys in double heaven. Not pickpocket monkeys. They are because you can't sure. get no pickpocket monkeys. No. No, 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 no. They bring you the, the weighted blankets. <laughs> they bring and you the weighted blankets and they bring you the money that were was taken it, out of your yeah. pocket. They're like, here. That's right. Here's here's your cash. Can't wait to get there. And your you and your blanket. <laughs> we know. We know the road. We know the road to take to get there. <laughs> so unbelievably excited to tell you my topic tonight. Oh my god, I'm so like, unbelievably excited to hear it because you it's gave such me a Brooke such a topic. Mm, mm. You're like, okay. okay. The year oh, what? is 2004. Okay. <laughs> Where's, oh, you're laughing. I don't even know where this is going. After the smash hit of the Big Brother house. Okay. The UK Channel 4 decided to try a new experiment. Welcome to the reality TV show called Shattered. What? Have you ever heard of this reality TV show? No, and now I need to. I need to know okay, everything so about it. So let me tell you about this show. <laughs> okay. Wait, did you say this is UK? Yes, in the UK. Okay. Okay. Let me give you the premise of the show. This okay. show takes 10 contestants. Okay. Eight days, seven nights, no sleep. And we're going to find out what happens in the social experiment for a prize of 100,000 pounds. Or, let uh, me give you a breakdown here. In today's money, that would be $184,000 if you're the last one standing. I'll take it. Enter me. I'm in. Do they have this anymore? Is this show still around? What did they What did they discover from this social you experiment? You have so many questions. You have so many questions. I, so let me get to them I have all. so many questions. I know you love reality TV. Mm-hmm. So I know you love this. And by the way, this is on, um, you can watch it free on YouTube. So it's only oh. lasted one season for reasons. What was it called? And it's called Shattered. Shattered. You can watch it on YouTube for free. It is... A very interesting show. Okay. Oh, I bet. So we already talked about what sleeplessness does to a person, right? Cuckoo, right? Makes you a little... Makes you go crazy. Many major accidents in the history of the world have been due to lack of sleep. Chernobyl, Axon Valdez, Three Mile Island, the Mm -hmm. Challenger shuttle explosion. So these... Okay. Things I'm- are caused by sleep deprivation. So let's create a reality show and the height of reality shows that has to do with sleep deprivation. Sure. This is more of one of those torture. This is one of more of those torture oh, reality shows. Fear factor, like a right? like a fear factor. Like, let's see how far we can push yes. someone, you know, like, oh boy. So let's talk about how Shattered got its contestants. And I want to know how Shattered got its name, too, because that sounds terrible. What happened that it's called Shattered? <laughs> Did they shatter everyone's lives, dreams, and will well, to live? Well, I think the name came from just like your mind is shattered. I think it's oh, a mental God. thing. Like after seven days oh, of yeah. being awake, your mind is completely shattered. 
Yeah. Oh okay, my God. so here we go. Just in general, and I know we've talked about in the past, Randy Gardner, who was the guy who stayed up the latest, he did it as an experiment. He's a high schooler. And, oh, yeah. you know, from night one, you're kind of feeling drunk. Night yeah. two, you start losing your ability to focus and you have blurred sight. Day three, they start to notice micro sleeps where your eyes kind of gaze off and your brain is kind of doing these micro naps. Day four yep. begins paranoia. Day five and six is like the lowest point of low points, according to studies. And day seven is really your limit. So when they yeah. built this reality TV show, they decided seven days was enough. Well, I would goddamn hope so. You can't. <laughs> It's scientifically proven that you basically lose your mind on the seventh day. So, yeah, you let's keep mind. it at that. Like, yeah. why don't you say, let's see what happens after three days or five days. Do we have to push it to people actually, like, going wackadoo on TV? Mind. Like, yes. do we need to see that? Oh, my God. You're going to oh, so, so watch this. I'm, so here we I go. am going to watch this. I'm fascinated. <laughs> <laughs> so it started out with thousands of auditions. It got narrowed down to about 100 people who came to London and spent two days awake. And like, okay. it looked like a convention center. Was that like a, was that like a test, kind of? Like a test to see like, yeah, they'd want to make it through two days to see if it was, first of all, safe to do this reality show. No, I'm answering it right now. No, <laughs> it's not. No, I agree. It's not safe. I'm answering immediately. The answer is no. <laughs> so the host of this reality show. His name is okay. Dermot O'Leary, but his full name is Ooh. Sean Dermot Fenton O'Leary Jr. Okay, whatever. Wow, that's a long name. I guess you should shorten it. <laughs> he was also the host of X Factor in the UK. So he's like oh, just a okay. reality TV show host. Yeah. So he yeah. wanted to, before this, this whole experiment took place, <laughs> he wanted to try it himself. So he spent 50 hours awake in prep to kind of understand what that's these fair. were going through. But granted, this is two fucking days and two hours, not seven. Right. No, not I get that. Not quite fair. Not quite Big fair. Big difference. But, but at least he tried is all I'm saying is he fair. Tried. Like he most people would be like, well, let's just see what happens. But like go through it before yeah. you torture someone. See how you For sure. think it feels. Yeah. He was going what he would say like crazy. He was like in his own home. Like he just didn't feel right. He had to go out for walks to stay awake. In his words, it was hellish. Now we get down to the next test in this before they actually picked their contestants was six volunteers. Okay. These six volunteers spent four days, four nights with no sleep. By day three, they didn't know who they were or what they their names were or this what anyone's names were. This is all before the show started. These yeah. aren't right. This isn't a good lead up to like, <laughs> no, hey, this is cringe. looking this is looking great. Uh, I think we should move forward with this. Everyone's right? losing their mind. But let's I green agree. light it. Let's I'm a thousand percent on track with you. Agreed. Oh my god. It's if there's a reason sleep deprivation is used as a torture device. Absolutely. There is a reason. Absolutely. Oh my God. So that experiment went okay. And later they picked <laughs> 10 contestants. Even though they all lost their minds at day three, it went okay. <laughs> okay. So let me explain a little bit about this setup. So it was in the Big Brother house, the UK. So they use the okay. same facilities. But they want to make okay. sure there was precautions taken. 
because of how sleeplessness can cause people to go pretty much insane. So here they here's the safety precautions this team decided to do. One. I love this. I love this might be my favorite sleep this. topic. <laughs> so, so the walls are curved and padded. Okay. Two. All glass is shatterproof, including the glass to the two-way cameras and mirrors. Shatter, but not shattered. Shatterproof. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah. Okay. Number three. The contestants were not allowed to cook, so not okay. to injure themselves. The Fair. meals were prepared for them, but okay. they were allowed to have cold snacks. So, like, yogurt and stuff like that was fine. They just could not cheese sticks. use a stove. Like, I just need some cold cheese sticks. Cold cheese sticks, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. All, right. All of the plateware and cutlery and glasses were plastic. Oh, I was going to even say they were going to be paper. You could yeah. still do damage well, yeah. with paper, plastics. Well, you can't do paper plastic. Pa- we can't do paper forks. That's kind of hard. I mean, like hard. No, I know the silver, the silverware part. I get it, but paper plates. But the you can still wear. do damage with plastic silverware. Yeah, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. okay. So that was allowed. Okay. Well, plasticware. Well, all right. Um, well, all of the hard edges is well, or edges is is not a word. Edges. The edges. All the hard edges. <laughs> edges is of the table. <laughs> And things were curved and were also padded. Huh? This is like okay. meant for a baby who is also a yes. mental patient. <laughs> a mental <Exactly>. patient baby. <laughs> now, here's, here's where you can tell it's 2004. There was a place called the Beautiful Garden, which was a smoking area. But oh, nice. That's polite. The lighter was attached by a chain to like the sand bucket to put your cigarette out in. Yeah. And there was nowhere to sit because they didn't want anyone sitting and falling asleep with a cigarette in Sleep their and smoking. So you can smoke, but you have to stand. And if you did fall asleep, did that like just like automatically bring your cigarette to the ashtray? Like it was attached. It just like <laughs> if you did fall asleep, like it was like on a zip cord. <laughs> so nothing started on fire. <laughs> okay. So beyond that, oh, there was a relaxation okay. room that was like red plush. And well, wouldn't they not AM, want that? No, oh, no. They, so they only challenge these contestants once a day to fall asleep. So let me explain this part of the show. Okay, okay, it's okay. Awful, and I feel so bad for anyone who did this, but <laughs> they did it. They signed up voluntarily. Okay. So once a day at three a.m., which again they decided was like the most opportune time for you to okay. like, fall asleep and make mistakes. They did a challenge, which was called a. Snooze to lose challenge. <laughs> so they would do things, and this is the part that would just drive me crazy. Give you an hour massage. Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you, shattered. This is One so mean. got chosen, and they had to do the snooze you lose challenge, and it was something that was, like, very relaxing, like a massage. Oh, my God. Okay? This is terrible. Are you still with me? I'm it so with like torture, you, but it's right? still so terrible. It is. There's a reason there was one season of the show, okay? Because everyone died at the end. <laughs> Next store, there's also an elimination room where, of course, like any reality show, the contestants will be brought in to see who's going home. There's right. also a medical room where each contestant went through daily checks with a medic, a sleep expert, and a psychologist. Kind of makes wow. you feel okay, but not really. But 
are they, is this still morally okay? Like these are professions no, no. where you 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 know you're being there to help these people if they need it, but you also know that they're being purposely put into this yeah. state, yeah. which might require emergency assistance. Yeah, it's that's a, a tough, tough one to handle. Okay, that's a tough pill to swallow. But I was going to say something interesting that I've also seen in other documentaries where I've watched certain prisons around the world use different um, techniques. Oh, yeah. One of them is like sensory deprivation, where they would just put you like almost in a straitjacket and like this this helmet almost that's padded, but you, you can't hear, mm-hmm. see, smell anything. And then they just put you in a room and this guy goes in. And he goes into different prisons around the world for like a week at a time and puts himself in there to experience all the things. And he's yeah. like, it was the craziest thing. They're like, how long do you think you were in there? And he would be like, I don't know, six hours. They're like, it was 45 minutes. Oh, like, yeah. You if, have no, if, if, no concept if, if of time fucks, whatsoever. And it just fucks with yes, you so much because your body gets exhausted because it's everything's off. Nothing's reading properly. So that concludes the idea of the environment they're living in, right? Okay. Right. So we have 10 con- contestants. And I'm going to give you each of these 10 contestants a little bit about them, and you're going to pick who you think's the winner. Okay. okay. But yeah. hold on. So. Okay. You ready to, well, you ready to hear these contestants? Yes. You might need to take notes, Brooke. Okay. Yeah, let me get my paper ready. <laughs> oh, I, I know. Chris, 22. He's a media student. My notes on Chris are (laughs) F-boy, cocky. Okay. This is episode one. So this is just what I'm getting from episode one. Okay. Next, Claire M. She's 28. She's a mom of two, of a six-year-old and a 20-month-old. And she admits she's already sleep-deprived with her kids. Mm Mm-hmm. Number three, Jonathan. He's 30. He's a psychiatrist. Just quiet. Kind of quiet, chill, easygoing guy. Craig is 20. He's a tanning consultant. Oh. And I would put it as um, Jim Tan Laundry, like a, t- a GTL mm-hmm. type guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Not a lot upstairs. Oh, um, Dean, 25, cab driver. Also kind of quiet, reflective. Selma, okay. 33, mother, fitness coach. She's quiet, like really kind, and cares a lot about other people. Okay. Lucy is 20 years old. She's a student. She says she has to suck her thumb to fall asleep, and she likes her blankies. She's majoring in drinking and partying. Claire S. Oh is 19. She's a police trainee. She's determined. She's a fire twirler, and she's adventurous and loves challenges. Okay. Ellen, 28, a flight attendant, clumsy, and a self-proclaimed airhead. Jimmy, 33, ex-military, drug counselor. But I also wrote token drunk douchey guy vibes. (laughs) (laughs) Drunk douchey guy. Okay, so those are your 10 contestants. Brooke, if you had to pick now... Any idea what you'd be going with out of the gate? Any any ideas? Let me look real quick. I just wrote things down so fast. This is who I think is going to win? Yes. The whole contest. Okay. Uh, I think 
I think Claire S is going to take it. The police okay. trainee likes challenges determined. Claire S. Okay. It's hard though because anytime I see a mom, I feel like they're already built in uh, for sleep deprivation. <laughs> like they've already mm-hmm. kind of have that gene inside them. But so you're fe- um, just you're re- leaning the female side. I'm I'm leaning the female side. I am. I am definitely okay. one of the well, females. I'm not giving anything away. Bestie, if you want to write down who you think might be the winner of this, please do. Let me tell you a little bit more about the first episode. Okay. So the day that these contestants were chosen, they were woken up at 7 a.m. They arrive at the lab, as they call it, at 11 p.m. So they've already been awake 16 hours by the time they actually get to the facility. Now, the interesting thing about the show is actually parts of it are filmed live. So when this oh. show started, they actually showed like live. There's actually windows and there was like a studio audience that could see inside this lab. So every a studio day, so audience? Yes, this is insane. Every day they'd bring in the audience. They would bring them out for elimination, but they could see what they were doing inside their little lab. Bizarre, right? Oh, my God. That's super okay. creepy. Like, I understand. Well, we've been around reality shows enough now. Like you said, like Big Brother, where people can watch you from their homes and vote and do stuff, but not actually, yes. like, be in a live studio audience looking, like, yeah. through the glass at creepy. you. Like, Very little rats creepy. inside. Okay. Then is it 10 episodes long? Maybe six, seven total. Seven total. Okay. Okay. So to explain the prize a little bit better... 100,000 pounds, which in U.S. dollars <laughs> is about 154,000, but converted to in, for inflations and such, today would be worth 184. Now, here's the kicker. If someone in the group closes their eyes for more than 10 seconds, what? $1,000 is deducted off the prize. So <gasps> they also so have to work as a team to team make to sure each other no one falls asleep. 10 seconds is not that long. And a thousand dollars is a lot. Yeah. Or a thousand okay. pounds, whatever. A thousand is yeah, a lot. Yeah, a thousand pounds, whatever. However, it converts. Okay. Wow. Oh, this First is getting day, even better. The contestants arrive. It's Jonathan, the psychiatrist, who's mm-hmm. 30, comments how bright it is in there, which I think is interesting as a psychiatrist. Like, oh, it's mm-hmm. really bright in here. As soon as they get there, everyone starts coming up with ideas to keep the group awake. Because obviously okay. they want to make sure that pot is as full as it can be to win that prize. Right. So let's talk about douchebaggy Mr. Chris. Now, Chris decides okay. here's F- why I don't F- like this boy, you said you said he's yeah, an F boy. F boy. He decides that if you fall asleep for more than ten seconds, you should be stripped naked and pressed against the glass. I'm putting a big cross through Chris <laughs> because I don't care if he wins or not. Nope. I just hate him as a person. No. Nope. Like, he's, like, all into the shaming of people, like, down, down, down you go. And so I don't like Chris to begin with as I was watching this episode. No. And one of the girls, I think it was um, one of the Claire's spoke up, and she's like, um... You can try that, but I'm going to have to puck and punch you in the face. That's not going to happen. Yeah, or have no. you arrested. I like her tenacity. Yeah. yeah. Not good. Not good. Mm-mm. Okay. 
So the next thing that happens is this guy named Ken Hames, who is an ex-Special Forces officer, comes in to prepare the group. He's oh there to promote team bonding. But to me, it seems like a torture exercise because what he has these people do is oh God. do... It's almost like a Simon Says. Like, stand up, sit okay. down, stand up, sit down. Now do push-ups. And now run in place. And it just seems like really awful. And it's just to make them like physically tired, I guess. Don't like God. it. Don't like it at all. And then Man. he makes them start peeling potatoes. God damn it. Oh, my so God. That's the worst. The point of this is, is to do mundane tasks. So people are peeling potatoes, but he so tells them they can't sleepy. talk to one another. And you can't talk? They cannot talk. And he comes in and yells at them for talking. This is day one? Don't like this. Don't like this. Yeah, this is probably about hour. It's less than 24 hours. Hour 23 or so. They are not hitting good. this hard, man. They're not messing around. They are going for the sheer torture. Yes. And he also brings people individually into the red room or the relaxation room to do what he calls stress positions. So this would be like if a police officer told you to put like your hands on top of a hood of a police car, you have right. to stay there for 10 minutes. Or kneel yeah. with your hands behind your head. Sure. He makes you stay in these stress positions for 10 minutes. So I don't like this guy. I don't like this idea. <laughs> it's stressing me out already. <laughs> I can tell. You're like getting a little anxious here and your don't hands like are shaking a don't little like bit it. more than... <laughs> at hour 25. So now we're at hour 25. So we've entered a day two. A gentleman named Joe comes in and he's an expert about triangles. He's going to give a one-hour lecture oh, about triangles. Fuck. And you have to sit there and listen to him. That's a good one, people. He talks about the Pelagri. What's the theorem? The Pelag Pelagrium theorem. That's the one. A squared plus B squared equals C squared. C squared squared on squares. But they have to sit there and they can't do anything but watch him in his monotone voice. Give and he, they lecture. can't even take notes because, I mean, that nope. would help me at least doodle. Nope. I'm out. I can tell you I'm out at hour 25 then if this is the case. Because if I am in a darkened classroom with someone telling me something and I can't do anything, oh, it's going to be bad. Out. Oh, this whole okay, thing is so bad. This whole, whole thing is bad. <laughs> this hour is still 28. the first episode. <laughs> yes. Oops. They're allowed to splinter groups to get to know each other. And you get to know the contestants a little bit more, which I think is nice. Like getting to know each of their personalities, as they usually do in reality shows. Hour 32, they have free time. So they're just allowed to do whatever they want. Um, Some guy tries to couch surf. But this is the point they start to see like those micro sleeps setting in where like your Uh. eyes start like just gazing off and your brain starts shutting off. And we talked about this in other episodes. Right. Mm-hmm. Your mind is like literally shutting off for these micro five, 10 seconds to re- restore itself. Wow. So then we get to hour 33 where Chris, who is the, who we call F boy. Oh, Chris is back. In the, okay. Chris is on our radar again, yes. the F boy. Okay, so they're the watching student. a video. They have to watch this video. His eyes close for 16 seconds. 
Did they throw so, his fucking naked body up against the glass like some <laughs> right, we're fucking the best? Oh, they should Eagle, have. Douchey douchebag. Oh my no, god! They instead they like poke him and wake him up. But yeah, he lost that. He lost a thousand dollars for the team. The first one. Oh, okay. the first one who made such a stink about it. Every day, these contestants go through multiple tests to determine how mentally stable they are and how much they are paying attention, how sleepy they are. And so the four people that do the worst in these daily tests are the ones that are sent to the elimination round. Oh, okay. Gotcha. All right. So that kind of wraps up the first day. And this is when they bring us into the live show where we talk about the elimination round. So of these 10 contestants... How the elimination works is they test the contestants on memory and patience. Those things are going to be dropping real quick. Yes. So earlier in the day, what they did is they gave each of the contestants a jar of peas, like dried chickpeas or like like dried peas. And what they had to do is count them. Okay. In silence by themselves. And also... Each jar is different for each contestant. So no one has the same number of peas same in each amount. jar. Okay. Oh, this okay. is so fascinating. While they were okay. counting them, and here's where I would immediately fall off of this contest, is, first of all, I'm not good at numbers, right? We know, we all know I'm dyslexic. These people have been at it for like 30, so they'll say things, sorry, they'll come over the loudspeaker and say things like, you've been at this task for 34 minutes and 41 seconds. You have 578 seconds remaining. You are now two-thirds the way through. So you keep throwing out these numbers over the loudspeaker, and I would absolutely collapse. This is not fair. Because not it's fair. like I'm trying to count here. They're telling me numbers over here. They're saying there's too, ma- too many numbers. Nope. I'm out. <laughs> My dyslexia would not pass this round. So how do you – can you either, one, fall asleep, you're out. Two, can you quit, you're out. They can medically take you out. You, if you fall asleep, you're not out. It just deducts money. If you fall asleep, even like a whole night, no, because your teammates are keeping you awake because they're losing money. Oh, my God! So you can't. Oh my That's God! That's the caveat. I thought right? like, but like, what if you're not around your teammate and you fall asleep and you sleep? For, There's nowhere to sleep. All you're those all in thousands. One room. You're pretty much all in one thousands. room. Oh my God, this yes. is this is more horrible than I okay, can imagine. Okay, so they're doing these mundane tasks of counting peas. So this was earlier in the day. So say this was like hour 17, I think they counted these peas. When it comes down yeah. to elimination round at 39 hours, they're asked to recall how many peas they counted. Oh so they didn't even know they had to remember how many they counted. But bring out the four contestants who are the like, okay. most... Mentally, off, they off. Day. Yeah, like off. Yeah. Yeah. So here's what it comes down to, Brooke. The four contestants in the elimination round are Chris F. Boy, Claire S. That's the police thing. trainee, Ellen, yeah. the flight attendant, and Jonathan, the psychiatrist. Those are the oh four God, that are in the elimination funny. round. So what they're doing is they're asking them what they think they counted and what they actually counted. We'll start with Chris. Chris was off by two Ps. That's it? Claire S., the police trainee, was off by 19. Oh, no. 
Ellen, the flight attendant, was off by 694. We took a big leap there. (laughs) Jonathan, the psychiatrist, was off by two. Oh. Loser of the first round of elimination was Ellen. She admitted she's like, I had no idea at that point of the day. I just took a wild guess because I don't even remember what I counted. So she gets booted out of the house now, like actually eliminated? She is booted out of the house. O-M-G. Love this show. The last day of the contest, any Mm -hmm. remaining contestants were sent to bed. The last (gasps) one to fall asleep was the winner. Do you have a guess on who the winner is? Okay. Oh, boy. All right, Bestie. If you don't want to know how this show ends, I'm going to ask you to fast forward about five minutes so you don't hear the end of this. If you want to go watch it on YouTube, it's absolutely free. It's a really interesting TV series, that's for sure. <laughs> All right. But if you do want to listen to it, here's the end of the show. And here's where we're going to wrap up the thing. If you do not want to hear the end of this episode, we're going to ask you to go ahead and fast forward the next 10 minutes or so to the end of the show. But if you want to hear how this show ends and who the overall winner is, keep listening. I do. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. Brooke, who did you pick to be the winner overall? Claire S. She was up for elimination as the last challenge, it sounded like. All right. Well, here we go. The winner of the overall series of Shattered was Claire S. No! <laughs> okay, Bess, you gotta know Brooke just got up from her chair and she is dancing around her room. <laughs> and like it's almost like she won the contest. I don't know what I don't know what's going on. She's laughing. It's so excited. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so excited. I never pick a winner. <laughs> You're hilarious. You're fucking hilarious. Oh, I got my stomach hurts. I was literally so excited. Well, you should be. <sighs> That's so funny because you're like, just take a quick, quick, like, run down here. And I'm like, hmm. Did you like how I did that? Oh, I don't know how I feel about this at all. Like, oh, I'm fascinated. I mean, it was only one season. I, I feel like so. Yeah. I I feel like you kind of almost feel icky for watching, but at the same time, it's so fascinating, like you said, like a social experiment. They're not all great and they're not all for good. Like, I think this was mostly like, let's torture this group of people for a week and put it on TV. Oh, right. God, God damn, if I'm not interested. Sorry. But I feel like I might, I feel like I might feel a little icky after I watch it, but you know, I've got to. Absolutely. So congratulations to the winner, Claire Southern. But here's my real question. Hashtag. And she's got married since then. So hashtag, what does Claire Farah dream? Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, my God. I want to know everything about your experience. I want to know what you dream. Tell us everything. 
And by the way, I just followed her on Instagram. So hopefully she'll nice. get back to me. But yeah, Claire. Oh, my know. God. Claire. So many questions, Claire. So many. She would be a great guest to have on our show just to oh kind my of God, go yes. in. Oh, I would love to I'm have her. Okay. Oh yes. But wow. So, hey, Bestie, if you want to watch some really kind of cringy but yet interesting reality TV, check out Shattered. I'll post a link in the show notes. Oh, wow. Yikes. Yikes. That was just episode one. I know. Isn't it just like so? I'm just like, are they half? Are they hour? Are they like 40, 45 minute episodes? Like 40 some minutes. Yeah. Yeah. 40 minutes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Man, I feel like I need to finish watching those. (laughs) Oof. Oof. That's tough stuff. I can't believe I picked the winner. I am like so excited. I don't know if I'll be able to fall asleep now. Like that literally. You are. I felt like I won, like, (laughs) got called down on the prices right. I thought, I really did thought I got like called up on stage. (laughs) I was in a Google black hole. But then I found this. I was like, this is fucking amazing. Oh, my God. This is the best one. I'm like, I, I like. I'm so mad that it's like 10 o'clock because I want to watch seven hours of Shattered <laughs> well, right now. Well, at watch the first episode. I can if watch we can the- figure out oh. how to do it, like live watches. That'd be fun. I think that would be super fun. And I think that would be awesome for Patreon. It would still be fun to do a rewatch of it. So, yeah. Bestie, we're going we're to figure out something to do on the Sleepover Squad. If you're not a member, join our Sleepover Squad, revelations.com slash support. All right, Bestie. That wraps up another- amazing episode but we want you to to do one favor for us and that's Hmm. for you to tell your best friend about the show tell your best friend tell your favorite college roommate (laughs) tell your doctor who you may not trust completely or tell your favorite monkey with a rubber hand but tell your favorite monkey about the show and that's how we continue to grow that's how we come back each and every week and that's how this podcast is going to become one of the best podcasts out there. I'm serious. Ever. We, we feel it in our bones. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I know which monkey I'm telling already. Do you? I do. I know exactly which monkey I'm going to tell. The one that stole the stuff from pocket? Please. The one that stole the stuff from Brad's I'm going to the zoo today. Yeah. I'm going to go to the zoo. I'm telling him. But Bessie, that's how we grow. That's how this podcast continues to get more listener support and that's amazing so thank you so much for listening thank you just tell one person caitlin and josh thank you so much for your dreams today we had a great time very different dreams but still took us on an interesting ride both of them so thank you so much for your contributions and thank you bestie for sharing your day with us and until next week Sweet Sweet dreams, bitches. Bestie, as promised, we have some very, very exciting news to share with you. I mean, Brooke's doing shimmies. I'm (laughs) crazy out of my mind. We are going to be part of the Dark Matter Podcast Festival, taking place live in Elgin, February 4th and 5th. Now, we don't know exactly which day we're going to be on stage, but we're going to be there. So if you're in the Chicago area, you know anyone in the Chicago area, and you want to see us live, that's how you're going to do it. 
Brooke, we're we're having our first live invite to a podcast fest. Oh my god! Like in front of a live audience, like people want to hear us. Oh my gosh, are just pouring out of me. I have a pen. I have a notepad. We're gonna have to go over all the details. I know. I've been typing frantically on my phone. I've run out of ink on my pen. I don't even know (laughs) how many notes I've taken down. I just can't believe how this is gonna be so exciting, you guys. Everyone, come. Uh, the best part of it all is you're gonna sleep over at my house. We're having a sleepover that night, sleepover? by the way. If you don't know, we're I'm telling you now. Sleepover. You're gonna have a sleepover with me. Oh my gosh! The, will the fun never end? No, never. The fun will never end with us, Mindy. Never, ever. So, Bessie, we're gonna bring some more details to you over the mm-hmm. next couple of weeks as we get things settled with the podcast festival. But wow, stay tuned because this is a big deal. It's, this is, this is a, a big, big deal. deal we're so. Excited. I almost feel and like we, crying. Oh, I I did cry. I cried so much, and my dad was just like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, I'm like oh, and I'm like, "Happy tears, happy tears." He's like, "Okay, just wanted to make sure." I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be great. We know we have the best fan base out there. You guys we are do. our besties. We love you all. Mm-hmm. We love your crazy fucked up minds. And hey, the world's every starting to take corner notice. of them. <laughs> And we hope as many of you can come as, I mean, I know it's not realistic to drive across the country or across the world for some of our friends (laughs) across the ocean doesn't work that well, but stay tuned for more details. Okay. Yay. High five. Virtual high five, Brooke. High five. It was a good one, I think. (laughs) It was a good one. I think we connected on it. I did. I heard a. 